All of a twist. If it wasn't for all of my haters, I wouldn't exist. I can remember when we was just trapping and moving the bricks. I can remember the man them telling me they was just murderers back in the bin. Man them telling me they caused the felonies because of that Hennessy or what a sin. We were sipping on the old ease, spitting riddles with the OGs. Hello guys, this is Romulus and welcome back to the Roaming Podcast. Today we have Tanaz, who I would introduce, but she's here, she's here and she can introduce herself. So I'm about to hand over the mic and she can tell you a bit about herself. Tanaz. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me on your show. It's such a pleasure and honor to be here with you. Uh, my name is Tanaz. And okay, let's see, what should I tell you about myself? I am currently 26 years old. I have just recently began my career in the real estate industry, and I am trying to have a heavier focus on working with investors and leveraging social media as a way to grow as opposed to the old traditional ways that people were engaged in real estate. Um, I have done my liberal arts diploma at Seneca several years ago. I'm still in school for psychology um, and political science uh, at University of Toronto. And um, yeah, so that, I think that's a little bit of a background, but you tell me what else you want to know. Uh, well, I was really interested in going into in depth with your uh, real estate career. Uh, this course, was, yeah. wasn't something you were doing when we went to school together. So you want to tell me a bit more about that? Yeah, so honestly, this is very, very new for me. Um, I was originally planning to go to law school until I realized lawyers are kind of depressed and they don't make as much money as I was hoping to make. (laughs) So that is when I decided, yeah, that's not for me. Let's let's put that on the back burner. And then um, honestly, the Aurea Real Estate College was closing down. I was one of the last people to sign in with them. And I did the course, little by little, I realized this is a lot of fun. There's a lot of room for growth and for development in it. Um, And if you play your cards right, after a couple of years, you will have enough capital to start investing. So it is the best way for anybody who doesn't have any means right now to go make some money and start investing or grow a business. Um, And that is, I think, what attracted me to it the most. Um, Now, what else can we say in regards to the real estate? So if anybody wants to get into it, it's never too late. It's never too early. I know people who are so young, they're crushing it. And I know people who are well into their 60s, 70s, and they're still crushing it. Uh, So it's a lot of fun. All right. And um, you said it doesn't take a lot to like to go into it so how much would be the the least amount like let's say somebody brand new and they're like all right i have a couple bucks in my pocket i want i want to do something with it how much would you say they should come to the table with when they want to start doing something like that so here's the thing here's the tricky part uh it's not super cheap to get into it Mm -hmm. i would recommend you have between 10 to twenty thousand on reserve And that's not going to all go towards your cost of classes or courses. However, as a new real estate agent, you can't always work, right? So you need to have at least one month, two months, three months rent um, ahead of time or 
just have something on the reserve so you're mm-hmm. not going to be reeking of desperation because nobody likes commission breath and <laughs> most realtors honestly most realtors who just get started they are so desperate and so waiting for that commission that whoever talks to them they can smell it they can sense it and then they don't want to work with them anymore it it's think of it this way when you go into a store and you went there to buy a phone but then there's a salesperson who is so persistent and won't give you enough room to breathe you don't have enough time or uh, space to explore what phone exactly you want and you're just so fed up with them you're like you know what no 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 i don't want you let me just go yeah you end you up go to the next store exactly and then you go to the next store literally the same product this guy was raving about but it annoyed the heck out of you the next person is going to say hey this is the product if you want it let me know i'm here that's yeah. it done you're like oh my god thank you okay <laughs> so yeah have something on on the back channels for yourself uh, so that you're not desperate okay is the biggest advice i would get and what channels would you say there are to take to get started cuz you know when you've like okay i want to start for example playing guitar and then you just kind of stare at your phone and you're like i don't even know where to begin what would you say is yeah. the best thing to do and i'm assuming the the answer is research but let's say you've researched and you're like okay maybe if that, um <laughs> real estate is something i want to get into where do i go yeah you know what we actually are so fortunate to be living in the world of technology nowadays it's so easy to get information and to get a feel for what it's like to do any job that you put your mind to uh one big thing i would recommend to anybody who's interested is download clubhouse and if you don't know what it is then i'm sorry you you don't even know what you're missing out on this app has literally changed my life it has opened doors for me and brought me to opportunities that i didn't think was possible for at least a minimum of another 3 years of me working super hard in this profession versus right now the connections i've made the people i've become friends with i'm not just saying i know them i consider them my friends and peers they've been mentoring me they've been coaching me they've been giving me so much valuable advice and it's all thanks to clubhouse so I'm not getting paid to promote it. <laughs> I just I got a lot of value from this app and it's the first thing I tell any new real estate agent or anybody because it's a very vast app with different people um from different walks of life, different countries. Uh so it's a great place to meet people network especially because since covid we all had to stay confined, right? No more big events, no more uh, networking events. this oh. just came in at the right time. Uh so if you want to get a feel for what it's like, get on there, get into the groups and the back channels with the realtors and they're more than willing and happy to share their experiences and they have uh educational rooms all the time as well. Okay, so so Clubhouse is the place to be. 1000%. Yes, Clubhouse is the place to be. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, I will check it out. You were the second person actually that's told me to check out Clubhouse on we were talking about something completely different and they're like Clubhouse is where I got all my information and connections. So, 
it's seeming there like you go. a lot of the internet is shifting towards Clubhouse, which is, I'm guessing, an open forum. It is. So how it started was a private kind of invite only platform. Mm -hmm. And that was because they were just running the numbers and it was a newer app. So they didn't want to crash it. Um, but because it was invite only, it ended bringing a lot of really big fishes and mm -hmm. big sharks into the platform. Um, all, all of the big names in real estate that I was following on Instagram and I was honestly obsessed with, <laughs> I saw so many of them on this app and they're freely talking to people and you can interact with them as if you're just sitting in a room sipping coffee. And this guy is my idol. This woman is my hero. These are the people that you want to surround yourself with. If you want to elevate yourself, elevate your business, right? Because if you're hanging out with five broke people, you're going to be the sixth broke person in the room. And yeah. if you're hanging out with five ultra wealthy, ultra successful people in the room, guess what that makes you? Wow. The sixth successful person. Yeah. So, so you are who you hang around. A hundred percent. Your network is your net worth. So uh, make sure you are always. Isn't it the best though? I'm obsessed with it. it, it <laughs> I is listen a really to good saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you always remember that who you hang around with, and the people whose energy uh, you are in contact with the most, they will definitely dictate where your life is headed. Even if you're not realizing it, even if it's just subtle movements yeah every day take a step forward 100%. how about you tell the people a bit about your story because i know before we were talking a couple months ago and uh you had a different business on the like like starting up and i know a lot of people yeah. that have started businesses and started ventures but given up because their first one didn't succeed so they went back to the nine to five and was like well i guess i'll just do this now but it's seeming like a lot of like the market is moving towards like self-actualized business businesses. So how about you give them a bit of your story, like maybe some inspiration on uh, what you had to go through before you got to this point? Yeah, I mean, definitely. So I believe uh, if you are going to give up and just go back to your nine to five job, that is the worst thing you can do for yourself because either you are working hard and living paycheck to paycheck Mm -hmm. building your dreams and expanding your business eventually right you're just fighting for it or you're doing that anyways while you're building somebody else's dream I'm sorry I don't want to build somebody else's empire I want to build my own so I've done multiple businesses and startups so far and the most recent one that you were talking about definitely was a failure and me and my business partner, we invested so much time and money into it. If I even tell you, you will go into shock. So I'll keep the numbers. Uh, <laughs> I'll keep the numbers on the low. <laughs> but honestly, honestly, that would be some people's life saving. Yeah. And we it's not that we didn't put research into it. I was researching night and day, day and night. I was talking to um, different companies and people from china and iran and different places and it was exciting don't get me wrong it was really fun and i was learning so much from it but as we started we realized it's nothing like what we had imagined uh mm -hmm. so 
just to give you a little bit more of a background, it was a sanitization and disinfection company because obviously COVID hit, everything was closed and these companies were popping up everywhere. And we ran the numbers and we're like, oh my God, imagine if you're just charging three to $600 per case. Now imagine if you have 20 cases per week and then that translates to 80 cases per month. Let's even round it up a hundred. Like the numbers were insane. So the profit margins were, were just marvelous. And I think that is what blindsided us. We didn't put enough time into realizing, are these people actually making that money though? Are they actually getting these calls? Because anybody in their right mind would say, well, would I pay three, $400 for disinfection sanitization on a regular basis? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's the truth. I yeah. would probably go get this stuff because I trust myself better. Yeah, and just um, do it myself. So, exactly. And that's what a lot of people started doing. So then we changed the business model and we're like, okay, fine, fine. It's okay. It's not working out. We had people already hired. We had uh, uniforms, everything. Um, we didn't give up though. We're like, let's start selling these products. So let's bring the machines and let's bring the disinfectants and sell them to the cleaning companies and to the disinfectant companies. Guess what happened? We just poured a whole lot more money into it and not a single thing sold, not even one. Not one single device. Oh, man. And, right? (laughs) Yeah, that is, that is. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's that was my reaction too yeah yeah and imagine I put all of my summer and a little bit more into it when everybody had time off that first wave of quarantine everybody was either hanging out in their backyard going to the beach just chilling mm-hmm. outside soaking up the sun I was sitting in my room dark cold nobody distract me don't come in here every morning I had to be up um, around 8 a.m. And I would sit here and research and call and call and call. And anybody who knows me, they know I hate cold calling. <laughs> and I yeah. didn't realize when I was getting into this that I would have to do cold calling. And I was already so deep into it. I was like, oh, okay, fine. Let me do this. <laughs> uh, that's the first big mistake. If you're not 100% devoted and passionate about something, don't even bother starting it. I can get passionate on a whim about anything okay so that's not my biggest problem but realistically I don't have that innate passion towards Mm -hmm. cleaning and disinfecting so of course I'm not going to be here and I'm not going to put as much effort into it like I'll not give up once I'll not give up twice three times four times but after three to six months of putting so much of my time and effort and energy and not getting anything back, well, that's when I'm going to tap out. And maybe, maybe if I had stuck around, things would have started picking up. I don't know that. If you love what you're doing, that is the gold nugget. You will continue. No matter how many times it fails, you will continue because you have faith. So with real estate, I know I'm going to make it. I know that it's something I love. I Mm -hmm. love being around people. I'm a social butterfly. 
Um, I love helping. I love money. Let me say that again. I love money. I worship money. And not a lot of people admit this because money is dirty. Money is evil. No, it's not. No. Money is sacred. You have to worship your money. You have to speak beautiful, kind words towards it. You have to give your gratitude and thanks for it. Because well, if you don't, money's not going to come to you. <laughs> like, I dis- I disagree with the with worshiping it, but I do understand valuing it. Like, I'm valuing it as well, a tool. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I mean, yeah. I'm just exaggerating a little bit right now. Don't take everything word for word. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sitting here uh, worshiping money like, oh, dear money. <laughs> With a <laughs> no. money shrine and like a dollar bill and some like lights. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the point is you have to love it, right? If, uh, if you believe at all in energies and in manifestation, the power of the universe, mm-hmm. these are all the things you have to do. So again, if you have the mindset of money is evil, the people who are rich, it's because they did something bad to get this money then you're never going to have that kind of wealth yes. come towards you. I do find... Right? I Versus do find, if you love it. Sorry. sorry. Yep. Uh, I Go do ahead. find people, um, they have a hard time staying in the middle. Like either they like yes. really love money and it's like all they think about or it's, or it's money's evil and you should give it all away. It's like, it's okay to be in the middle. Yeah. Like, let's visit our friend moderation and realize that money is valuable <laughs> And is a tool, but at yeah. the same time, it, it, it can be it, it can be dangerous if it's all if it's all you like ever do or all you ever think about. Well, for sure, I like I like something that you just said. It's a tool, and just like any other tool that we have, it could be a double-edged sword, mm-hmm. right? Either it can help you or it can break you. If you don't let it consume you, and if you're the one in control then money is absolutely gorgeous, beautiful. Same thing with a knife. A doctor can cut a patient and save their life with it. A psychopath serial killer will rip you apart and leave you bleeding to death. (laughs) So um, if you're not learning how to do moderation, if you're not understanding that something that is a tool is meant to be used by you and you are not meant to be a slave towards it mm-hmm. so social media is a great example a lot of people are leveraging it including myself right now and we want to scale our business we want to get in front of more potential clients or just in general we want to meet more people because you never know i might meet a thousand people today mm-hmm. none of them might want to buy a house or sell a house with me no problem maybe two months from now mr x calls me up. Hey, I I liked what you're doing. I'm not interested in buying or selling property, but I want to do this investment. Would you be down for it? Would you partner up with me? Guess how many times this happens when you have a nice, grown, well-developed, well-nourished sphere? Mm -hmm. All the time. And I see it happening. And that's why I love Clubhouse. I see it happening live everybody's there we're talking we're sending referrals back and forth i mean it's incredible uh you can't describe the feeling that you get from interact interacting with so many people like this uh so it has to be experienced again i highly recommend you listen to the person before me and me 
and myself <laughs> and go download the app. Right. <laughs> it's right. so great. Clubhouse. I will I will download it as soon as as we wrap up. I because there are a couple of things that people have told me that I should look into on Clubhouse, but I've never had the time or really like when I'm alone, I'm like, what was it they asked me to look up again? If that makes sense. <laughs> Clubhouse. Clubhouse. <laughs> All right. Yes. So I had a question for you. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure working in the real estate industry and even even just not like just working just in the regular world, you probably heard that the people talking about a housing market crash. What do you have to say to those people, whether for or against this upcoming crash? Yeah, so the biggest thing I have to say is the market, it goes up and down upwards. And what does that mean? It means we always have fluctuation in the market. And it's not just the real estate market, it's every market. If you look at Bitcoin, right? Mm -hmm. If anybody's been following the market for Bitcoin, it went up so high, it went down so low, and now it's right back up. And once it passes that threshold of what it used to be, I think it went up to 70K, if I'm not mistaken, uh, maybe a little bit more even. Once it passes that, it will continue going upwards. And the real estate market is the exact same way, up and down, upwards all the time. If you have a chart of the past 20 to 30 years, even including the 2008 and 2016-17 mini crash, um, if you include those, you still see it went down and it went right back up and then it kept going up. And the little fluctuations, they're always going down, 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 up, up, up. Mm -hmm. So always, always an upward trajectory. Now, if you have the means and the capital to invest right now is the best time. Why? The trend that I've been seeing and I've been, so I have actually a network of uh, realtors from all across Canada and even the States where we get together on a weekly basis. And we touch points, we share market updates, and we talk about what we've seen over the past week. Um, it's really cool because you can see the trend is everywhere. Right now, people are not putting as many offers as they were putting before. So if you had a house that was getting 30 multiple offers, maybe it's 10 now. So there's a little bit less of a competition. Mm. It could be because of the weather, it could be because of vacations, Nobody really knows 100%, but it's a great opportunity for anybody who wants to invest because they don't have to put offers with ridiculous amounts of over asking price. Mm -hmm. Even if you're coming in a little bit higher, you have a higher chance of winning right now. But what everybody has been estimating, and again, it's just an estimation. Nobody can ever know for sure. Uh, the market has a life of its own. Mm -hmm. um, in the, in the next couple of months, everybody is going to be in a rush to get their hands on property again. So many people, they wait, 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 because they think, oh, the summer market is too hot. Let me wait for it to cool down. So those people are going to be there waiting. And then there's going to be all of those people who thought, oh, I have kids going back to school. Let me get it beforehand. But then there's the other group of people who say everybody with kids or whoever is going to university they're going to be buying right now let me wait so you get all these different groups of people who are in the waiting area and as soon as 
the market even shows a slight dip, that's when all these people are going to be in a rush to buy again. And I just really think that's going to spark it right back up. Okay. So, yeah. And that's probably the trend. So you're saying you're saying the market crash, like there might be a crash coming, but it, it will go back up again. So the best thing is to, if, if you already have like stake in the market, just ride the crash out. Um, exactly. So when you say ride the crash out, what I'm trying to say is if you have a property and if you want to um, sell it, if you're mm -hmm. in a rush, then obviously you have to evaluate, is this the right time for me to sell? But if you don't have to sell, the money is in the weight gain. It's yeah. all in the waiting. So the longer you hold real estate, the, the larger your profit margin is going to be when you finally decide to cash out. Because you have so much passive appreciation and you have the market inflation. So it's literally, you're hedging against everything and you're going right up there. And obviously, if you're giving it up right now, you're going to want to invest in another property. Are you going to be able to get something equally as good or better for the price that you're pulling out, the equity that you're pulling out of your house? Mm -hmm. I mean, this could be a whole week of uh, material to cover, but with regards to investment, real estate, timing is everything. Okay. And um yeah, so another thing, another thing that I would highly recommend, especially to the younger people, um, two things, actually. One is look into joint ventures, because when you're doing a joint venture with somebody, a person who might be young and they have so much time and energy, they could offer up their resources as, hey, I'm offering myself, I will manage this property, I'll go scout the location, or I have this amazing realtor, she's good, he's great. Um, and then the other person who will be entering into the joint venture with them, they can up the capital. And again, there's so much into this, but I wanted to throw out the terminology. So if anybody is interested, mm -hmm. they can look into it, or I'd be happy to help if anybody has questions, just DM me or reach out to me on any other platforms uh, besides Instagram. Um, so that's one thing. The okay. other thing is pre-con. Pre-construction markets are very hot and they are great for people who don't have as much of a capital upfront because of the prolonged structure of payment. You don't always have to have everything upfront you can have anywhere between five to 10%. It'll really depend on the builder, uh, five to 10% upfront. And then the rest of it is just little payments here and there. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, those two things will help anybody get their hands on real estate. And that's what you want to do. You don't want to wait too long. You don't want to wait for these crashes. Mm -hmm. People said there was going to be a really massive crash um, at the beginning of the pandemic. I'm sorry, has anyone ever seen such crazy market um, prices? What do we even call it? Yeah, I mean, it's insane. It, houses it's in madness. It is madness. Houses <sighs> in areas that could barely sell for $400,000, some of them are selling for eight hundred. dollars They've doubled. I mean, there are houses in, in uh, like my neighborhood that are going for upwards of a million. And I'm like, oh, okay. But I, I think it's 
it's especially in the cities like or the places that are building into metropolitan areas the housing exactly. prices are going through the roof 100 percent, the housing prices are going up and there's a lot of gentrification and there's a lot of new development and if you don't get your hands on it now then there will be a point where it might be too late yeah and if you cannot afford another amazing tip that i just recently got into if you cannot afford because your down payment amount is too low mm -hmm. then look into ways of how you can double triple quadruple your money as opposed to hold on to it because your money loses value every day that is not in an active investment yeah inflation is it's just the thief of your money a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So that's why, you know, there's private equity, there is private lending that you can get into. Even if you have twenty, forty thousand dollars $40,000, it's better than keeping it under your pillow. Yes, and again, is. it's important to do this stuff with somebody who you trust, uh, with someone who's been doing it for many years, because at the end of the day, private lending is not easy. You have to make sure that you are getting that money back at the end of the day um so yeah get in touch with somebody who can guide you who can put you in touch with the right people um and don't let that money sit it's it's not going to do you any good oh and speaking of money sitting you mentioned um you got into this to start investing and uh my question is uh, my question is um have you started like invest like your own side investment and what would you say you are investing in. You don't have to tell us amounts or anything, just like what commodities you're investing in. Yeah, 100%. So for myself, being somebody who's super young and over the past two years of COVID, I haven't worked. Um, so things have been rough for me as well financially. But that little bit of saving that I had, I am actually doing a joint venture with a colleague of mine I met on Clubhouse. And this Very is nice. happening in Vancouver. Oh, wow. So, yeah, small world, right? I never would have thought to invest in Vancouver. But then I saw this amazing opportunity. So my friend, he's he's been a longtime investor, longtime real estate agent. Um, and he gets first access to some of the most amazing premium condos, right? Or projects. Mm -hmm. And we were just talking and joking. And he was explaining one of the buildings that him and one of his other friends were doing a joint venture in. And I'm like, hold up, hold up. Why aren't you doing one with me? I want, I want in. I don't <laughs> like you anymore. Come on, get me in. And he's like, well, if you're serious, let's do it. I can do another one. I don't mind. And it's that easy, guys. <laughs> it really is. When you trust the person in front of you and when you're there the right time, it's that easy. People, yeah. That's how I have gotten to <laughs> cryptocurrencies, actually. A friend of mine was just making money. And I wouldn't say money like hand over fist, but he was making money in a time where I was not. And I'm like, all yes. right, you're teaching me everything you know now. And I'm just Oh, gonna... so do you know now? Have you learned a lot from him? Uh, yeah, I've made, I've made a pretty decent chunk of change on uh, investing in swing trading cryptocurrencies, as well as Amazing. like playing around in the stock market. Okay, well, I'm going to have to hit you up on the back channels and get some information. Definitely. Because guess what you can do with your money? By you real know? Yeah, did, but did you know you can buy real estate with crypto? 
I I saw you had a story about that. That was actually my next question. But um, yeah, tell us about that. When did that start? <laughs> okay, so um, when I got into this, I searched approximately four months before I decided what brokerage I wanted to be with. Yeah. Because I wanted to be with a brokerage that is forward thinking, innovative, and is changing as times are changing. No more brick and mortar. That stuff is in the past. Uh, if I want an office so badly, I'll get one for myself. No problem. Mm -hmm. um, I am currently with the Greater Property Group. Okay. And they do operate at a national capacity. Uh, they have, you know, I guess... I don't know if you would call it branches because we don't have any physical office spaces, but they do operate out of uh, Edmonton, Calgary, Alberta, Toronto, Vancouver. Like they're expanding every day. They're expanding. And we were one of the first, if not the first company to start buy and sell of real estate through cryptocurrency. So if you've got Bitcoin, if you've got Ethereum or whatever else you're investing with, mm -hmm. and if you want to use that to buy or sell real estate, then that's it. You can do it. And it brings so much freedom and it exposes your property to a much, much bigger pool of buyers. So if you're a seller, would you want your property to be showcased, especially with the bigger luxury properties? You have a $20, $30 million property. It's a little more difficult and time consuming for you to sell it locally because not everybody holds that kind of large capital mm -hmm. versus if you're with a company like mine. I mean, again, there's more people doing it now. I don't know who exactly. But anyways, they can market this internationally. And somebody from Dubai might look at your house, fall in love, and very, very easily, the same way that you would transfer funds into the account of a lawyer, into a trust account, um, you send it and then you have the option to be paid out either in crypto or in cash. Wow. So the possibilities are honestly endless. And again, I could take up a whole week covering this as well, uh, but I'm not going to do that right now. I just <laughs> wanted to hint at it. So, you know, it's out there. It's, it's amazing. People have been doing some really crazy things with it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really happy to hear that because I have been trying my best to get out of traditional cash. Because if you, if you watch cash, the dollar fluctuates just like Bitcoin fluctuates, maybe on not the same, like with the same uh, volatility. Yeah, yes. but it still fluctuates. It goes down, it goes up based on people's trust in it. And when it comes to like, though I do have Bitcoin and it is another non-tangible asset, I prefer like mm -hmm. investing into tangible assets, like buying house, like buying a house. People always need houses or like 100% gold and silver. People have always wanted gold and silver. You can use it as money, things like that. So just yes. finding ways to keep my money outside of cash has really been a big eye opener to like the financial system. Oh, 100%. And you know what? As soon as you have enough that you feel like you're ready to invest, I highly encourage you to try to, again, do a joint venture because your buying power increases. Mm -hmm. So if I have, say, $40,000, what am I going to be able to buy in today's market? 
uh, absolutely nothing. Yeah. But if I have 40 and you have 120 and then we decide to do a joint venture together, we can do half and half on the profit, no problem. But then I would be doing most of the work and you would be doing less of the work because you brought more money up front. And yeah. now the house is in both our names. We try to make it something that has a positive cash flow so that it becomes an asset, not a liability. And boom, you are not only literally you're, you're getting your passive appreciation, right? Mm -hmm. You're getting your little bit of um, positive cash flow coming in. And there's so many ways to even buy properties that um, you can force appreciation into it. And what I mean is kind of similar to flipping, but not really. Uh, have you ever heard of the Burr technique? No, I haven't. Okay. So um, I'm actually posting a reel tonight um, on this, which is funny that it came up. Burr. So it's B-R-R-R-R. It is buy, renovate, or rehab. Uh, rent, refinance, repeat. And what you're doing with this, you are finding a house, location, location, location. Location is everything when it comes to this. You find something with a great location, preferably under market value, something that has uh, been on the market for a little while so that they're willing to negotiate with you on it. Mm -hmm. And you want to make sure that there's things you can fix in the house, right? You want to be able to upgrade it. You want to be able to increase its value. And why is that important? Because when you go back to the bank and you say, I want to refinance my house after six months to a year, depending on your um, arrangement with the bank, um, mm -hmm. they will come and they will send an appraiser and they will reevaluate the property value. And if you have increased enough value in there, then you get some of your equity pulled back out which you can use to go buy another property and do the same thing all over again. In the meantime, you bring in a tenant, that is where the rent comes in. Mm -hmm. They are going to be covering your mortgage and hopefully they'll be able to, um, their, their rent amount, depending on where the location of the property is, they'll be covering your mortgage, they'll be covering the uh, maintenance fees and you might even get lucky with a little bit of positive cash flow, 100, 200, who knows? Um, and then you just keep repeating this process. And that is how you will grow your portfolio. Yeah, actually, it works. It works the same with, with like crypto. Like you Amazing. Well, with, well, without renting it out. It's, you know, <laughs> yes. But um, you would like put an initial amount and then you would make sure you watch the markets. And then when it gets to a point where you think you're good, you pull out your initial amount and then you ride which you have left and then you invest your initial amount into a different cryptocurrency and do the whole thing over again. I love that. You can, you can actually, depending on the, um, on the uh, trading platform, you can actually rent it out to the platform and they will give you a different cryptocurrency for the 10 to 30 days that they're, that it's in that like pool, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then after that, they give it back to you. So it's like, oh, you can use it to make more money without actually doing anything. That's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Just everything with technology and all these new innovative ways to make money. Um, people just have to get creative. That's all I'm going to say. If there's a will, there's a way. 
and you have to be creative. If you're not getting approved for a mortgage loan, the traditional way, there's always creative financing options available. Again, this might be a joint venture partner that you mm -hmm. might find, or you have to go to a private lender, get some money out for a little while until you are able to qualify. And um, so many little details go into this, but if you want it bad enough, you can make it happen. That, that is true. And that is something that I like. I thoroughly believe in. Like, If you want it bad enough, it doesn't matter how many times you fall down, you're going to get back up. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. Uh, so is there anything you would like to tell the audience on an aside or about um, real estate investing? Anything you'd like to share with them before we wrap up? Honestly, first, I want to give a huge shout out to yourself because, wow, this was amazing. Such a great opportunity. I had so much fun. And I'm really happy to see that you're taking the Bitcoin side of things seriously. And you seem very knowledgeable. So kudos to you. And thank you, thank to you, your... <laughs> you're most welcome. And honestly, the only thing I will say is... Um, Remember that you are the creator of your life. You're not a manager of your circumstances. And I will be quoting Tony Robbins for the next couple of minutes, okay? okay. Um, <laughs> because people, sometimes they really need to hear this, right? Remember, where focus goes, energy flows. If you are always focused on the negative things that are happening in your life, mm -hmm. you're going to see more and more and more of it happening. Versus if you just put all of that aside and say, you know what, I get it. Times are rough. It's rough for everybody. But I'm going to focus on my potential. I'm going to focus on that million dollar house that I'm going to buy next year. I'm going to focus on that Maserati that I wanted, whatever it is that you want. I don't know. I'm just throwing mm -hmm. random things out. <laughs> right? Yeah. So just focus on that stuff. Remember, life is happening for you, not to you. So stop acting like a victim be a victor instead, right? And just step outside of your comfort zone because too many people stop making progress out of fear and out of the fact that they don't want to lose that comfort zone that they're in. So focus on everything that you have. Be grateful for it. Give thanks for it every day. Don't forget to do your morning gratitude, your morning manifestation, and be solution-oriented. That's another thing. Too many people focus on the problem at hand, whereas they should be focusing on, okay, cool, we have this problem. Now, what do we do to solve it? Because that is what great leaders do, right? If you're a great leader, you're going to be 5% problem, 95% solution, and 100% certainty. Believe in yourself. Take charge. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Don't let anybody stop you from going after your dreams because the sky is your limit and humans have this power within them that they don't actually know it's there until you are put under a lot of pressure it's like diamonds mm -hmm. if there's no pressure you're not going to have any diamonds well guess what unless you go through rainy days and a lot of pressure in your life you're not going to be the best person you can be. You're not going to reach that self-actualization level. And yeah, I think 
And I think that's what I'm going to leave you guys with. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, let me say thank you for coming on. Uh, it's it's really good. Well, we talk on and off uh, on Instagram, but it's really good to hear to like hear you again. And um, I appreciate I, that. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud that you're doing well. If I didn't mention before, me, me and Tanaz went to school together uh, many, many years ago. So that's how we know each other. <laughs> Honestly, it's been it's been such a pleasure and it's been so wonderful catching up with you on and off. But obviously, this was, again, an incredible opportunity and just goes to show that world is so small and you never know who you're going to run into again and what you guys are going to be doing. So just be kind to yourself, be kind to everybody around you and become friends with people for who they are and the energy they give you not how you can use them that is one last thing i'm going to leave your um, audience with i see too many people try to reach out to influencers and the big shark players in whatever industry they're working in um and they're they're just trying to leverage their name they're trying to name drop i could have easily done that right now and i'm sure my credibility would have skyrocketed but the thing is all the beautiful people I've been blessed to become friends with right now, all these big fish in the sea, half of them, I didn't even know who they were when we became friends. And again, that's the beauty of Clubhouse. I loved the way they were talking. I loved the things that they were saying. Their energy was great. We would chill in these morning rooms in a professional setting. And then the late night chill rooms where we're just all hanging out. And then I would go follow them on Instagram after three weeks of talking mm-hmm. and realize, oh my God, this guy has like 50,000 followers. <laughs> He's so-and-so like, what? But you're so humble. I love you. And that's what it is. Become friends with people that you love spending time with. Yeah. Don't become friends with them or don't act like they're friends just to get social clout because that always shows you might be able to put up an act for a while, but being genuine is always going to get you so much farther in life. And that's it. Mic drop. I swear I'm done. No more nuggets from me. <laughs> it, it's all good. It's all good. Um, I will get your uh, information aside from your Instagram. Like, um, so your other handles from you probably on Instagram. And then when I upload the episode, I'll leave them there if anybody wants to find you. That sounds great. It was such a pleasure speaking with you. And uh, thank you to all of your amazing audience for tuning in. It was a pleasure having you on. All of a twist. Thank all you. Have a great week. You want a shirt if I'm calling the six. All of a twist. The game has been calling my name, so let me insist. Love how I spit. Love how I pull my way out of the pit. Loving my slang, how I don't give a shit. No, I'm the man. So does your bitch.